Talkers, episode 243 of the Big Shot Podcast. I'm already going to say, or I'm going to say, Happy New Year still. So it's still the New Year. I'm still so, telling people that. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. It's only the second week, right? Is that what we're, we're on? Um, uh-huh. Huh? I feel like it's been like five weeks into the New Year. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's May. <laughs> the weather's not May. We're but. planning on things. Like, it's, people are pitching stuff to me that are that's happening in like April and May and stuff. I was just like, are you kidding Because it's right around the corner. No, it's not. Just Wait, house. I got to do a little housekeeping first. Uh, go visit our website at bishtalkpodcast.com or find us on Twitter at bishtalkpod or Facebook, bishtalkpodcast or Instagram, bishtalkpodcast. Or, you know, sit down and write us a letter at therealbtpod at gmail.com. Anyways, yeah, it's uh, still the <laughs> new year, but it feels like summer. No, it doesn't. Uh, Char- it's the San Francisco summer. That's what it feels like. Yeah, that's true. It's the same weather as if you were in the summer. Uh, let's talk real fast about, uh, an event that we've all been going to for the last year. I've been, I've been an attendee, uh, <laughs> since last March, uh, but also I help plan, organize. They're calling me a producer. I don't know if I'm going to stick with that name or they're going to stick with it, but, um, it's called, that's what she said. It's in San Francisco the first Monday of every month. It's a women's only event. Uh, it's from seven to nine. It's free and it's fantastic. And anytime you go, you leave there feeling like a new person. Uh, empowered. We feel empowered when we leave there and f- and f- meet new people, which is fantastic. Uh, but this last one, we had ABC Seven News, our local ABC af- uh, affiliate, come and join us. Uh, and we also had the San Francisco Chronicle come and uh that just posted the article went up t- oh uh, just like an hour ago oh cool i haven't seen it yet it's good it's really good well i think first of all it was raining it was a it was rainy a not a pretty day in the city no and it was a packed house it was, i was yes. so impressed yeah people brought it and we had women of all ages there which i really mm-hmm. appreciated mm-hmm. um so and and women of all races and women from everywhere. People yep. drove in from Oakland. I know Marin. I know. Like I took the bus and I thought I was a hero. <laughs> but pe- I drove down the hill. People and crossed it was bridges rad. to come to this. And yeah, that's that's, that's something. Said. Oh no, no, not at all. Well, mm, no, wah, wah. but uh, it's funny because at the end of the or was it at the end? I don't remember. And was like. No, when they left. The, oh, the, the film camera crew, crew yeah. left, and Andrew's like, yep, I didn't get on camera. It's awesome. They never found me. I never saw the camera, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. Because Ange prides herself on never being in front of the camera. I don't need to be, yeah. I know you don't need to be, but I want you to be <laughs> there. Anyway. So later that night, my boyfriend and I are watching the segment, <laughs> and Ange is on towards the end, and her it's only her face. It's like the most extreme and close-up that there's ever been. We have a big old flat screen, and her <laughs> face filled up the whole <laughs> fucking screen, and I laughed my ass now, off. The whole time I'm watching the video, and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is so good. I love I love the energy. <laughs> I love what they're putting out. And then I'm towards the end, the fucking close. Oh, my it, God. It's a huge face. And I'm in a really That's intense funny. conversation. I remember what I was talking about with this this uh, woman that I was talking to, and it was that's why I didn't re- notice because I was in this like deep conversation. That's <laughs> not fake. That's like no, I know it looked good. It was you. No, know, I don't know hilarious. about it looking good, but it was. I was like, of you course, look cute. of Shut course, up. that well, happened. Because the one uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the whole 
the whole segment. Um, I the only one I saw was the one that you posted that view filming your TV screen, right? And it gets ghetto because of and Instagram. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I haven't seen the whole thing. I know that you posted later the actual. They actually did like a produced one, right? On yes, they did online, right? Like, and so I have day. to I have mm-hmm. to check that one out, but yep. I haven't seen that one. But the that's why that's why I didn't see your. It's your so big, your big, big pumpkin head. It's so <laughs> fucking big. Why did it have to be that close up? No one else's was close up. <laughs> oh Chloe's my God. was sort of close no, up. No, I mean the extreme close up. Yeah, Sorry. you were an extreme close up. It was an extreme close up. <laughs> oh my God. No, but that aside, the segment was really great. And I have to thank you, Aaron, because now I can say that I'm in a video with Oprah. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I'm I like, love that they what? led with Oprah. They led with Oprah's speech. <laughs> yeah. And they made it, you know, about a women's empowerment, right. the Golden Globes, this whole movement. And I, I'm in a video with Oprah. So, yeah. boom. Boom. Check. Check. Yeah, it's it's there. <laughs> you can put it on your reel. Put on your resume. <laughs> uh, but it was great. And like I said, uh, you can go to SFGate and uh, just Google Beth Spotswood. You can find the article. It just went up uh, today. Or I just did, that's what she said. Uh, oh, yeah. Join KGO our Facebook. Oh, or yeah. I was gonna say join our Facebook page. Uh, that's that. what she said, and you Super can find all find. of that stuff. We're yeah. just really stoked. It's a really good momentum. I mean, let's talk about the Golden Globes because thank goodness it was all about women. Wow, the Golden Globes. Because <laughs> that helped our. That helped us too. So, uh, the first thing I have to say is Natalie Portman. She might have been the best. Thug life. <laughs> I mean, obviously <laughs> Oprah. Obviously. Lena, or not Lena. Um, Ew. No, Let's not, not talk about Sorry, that no, one. No, I wasn't going to talk about that. I was she's gonna, terrible. I was going to talk about more positive, uh, and now I'm blanking on her name, but Natalie Portman just threw in that little line, and it kind of, like, changed things. I was like, okay, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Did you see it, Char? I've only seen parts of everything, so. but the, So Natalie Portman, she was uh, with Ron Howard, who, <laughs> oh my God, he was so awkward. It was hilarious. He laughed. So they were giving the award for best director. Okay. And so uh, Ron Howard introduces it. And first of all, they came after Oprah. Who wants to follow Oprah? Right. Yeah, it was really. So already Ron's like, well, to get back to this, you know, it was already kind of awkward to mm-hmm. follow that momentum. And Natalie Portman just throws in a quick line. She's like, and for the all-male nominees, she just threw in that quick. Oh, how funny. And so when they named each man, you could see them awkwardly shift. Yeah, all, like, uh, you know, they want to smile for the camera and be excited, but they're like, uh, awkward. It was really <laughs> and good. And it, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was thug life. Yeah, it was. She just slipped it right in. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but it was good. That was unexpected. Um, who else? Uh, God, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. Do I think she should run for office? I'll give my two cents. No. Um, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily what it means. Her, her being like awesome in the speech. I don't know that if took, that's the next step. That but, whole conversation took away from her speech. Yeah. Um, because Oprah's gonna gonna make moves and gonna make a difference regardless of yeah. what her other titles are. She'd so be Oprah's restricted as being, a president. Exactly. She won't have all the freedom that she has she now to. She doesn't want to sit around with Paul Ryan in a room. I mean, she doesn't have to now. Why she's would she want to? She's too good for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> she's too good to be president. Yeah, she's too good for that job. <laughs> she's overqualified for that job. Um, God, Frances McDormand was great. And I love her. Uh, I still need to see three billboards, though. I Me really too. want to see three billboards. Oh, I thought you went to that screening. Uh, no. Uh. I didn't end up because it was really long. And I didn't have the time to be there for, th- I think it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, no, because I remember we had talked about going. but uh, I really wanted to I go. I had to work that afternoon. Yes. And, and she couldn't go either. And then also we weren't going to be a part of the interview day. So. Oh, was, uh, like, was there actually an interview? Yeah. 
Who Sam Rockwell. Who won? Oh, yeah. 2018 is a new year, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, I wanted to ask what your uh, thoughts were on um, Rose McGowan and Asia Ar- Argento? Argento. Argento, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. She's dating Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Asia. Yeah. Ar- yeah. I wanted to know your thoughts about them them calling out the whole Time's Up wearing black as Hollywood fakery. Oh, I don't. I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, so... Rose and McGowan. there's so much news. I can't. I know. I, there's so, I know. Sorry, I, I didn't hear about this one. I wish I didn't keep up sometimes, too. No, but I'm yeah, glad so, you do. But Rose McGowan was um, already vocal about it prior to the Golden Globes even happening and saying that it was Hollywood fakery and, and, and this and that. But um, I, I thought something that was really special about it was, one, the red carpet. Uh, it wasn't about who are you wearing. You know, the questions were a little deeper this time and really top shelf actresses brought activists with them mm-hmm. Toronto Burke obviously mm-hmm. that was awesome to see but also local activists from the Bay Area and, yep. and all around and yep. and I thought that was cool to unite unite the movement and and of course there's a lot that has to be done still but I I, I want to say what what would have been better in, in Rose McGowan's well, eyes you know what would have been better than that I mean they're trying to start this movement they have the whole time's up they've been they've raised what 16 million plus at this point right um what what would have been better what more could they have you know uh, aside from just boycotting and not showing up at all right uh I don't know I, I just, do think it was weird the red the limited red carpet uh I was able to see don't even get me started on uh e hollywood network oh yeah um but the limited amount that i was able to see um none of the women that are a part of time's up that i saw doesn't mean it didn't happen they never mentioned rose mcgowan yeah none of them did so i don't know what the fuck's happening because either i don't know i don't know what the solution is because i don't know if they see her as an outsider although she's kind of one of the first people that spoke up yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't know why. Well, that's why it's weird. Like I, I, I don't know if they know something that we don't know. Well, probably do. She knows something that we don't know, mm-hmm. and not saying it. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. know what to say. I don't know either. All, all I know is that um, a lot of people were moved by what they're doing, and I've, sixteen million dollars plus. That right. a lot of people are going to be helped by that. So right. that that's a good thing, right? Yes. <laughs> Ultimately, they're doing good. And then there's a whole other infighting, which um, between Lena Dunham. Did you re- see this one? And Tessa yeah. Thompson, who I love Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. She gave yeah. me a really cool rap name, and I can't remember what it was. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to work with her a little bit when she was uh, in San Francisco but for also, Creed. But it was kind of blown up, this fight. But anyway, go and, on. And it wasn't a fight. She and was it just wasn't. She was kind of calling exactly. her out. Yeah, like, uh, you weren't there for all the meetings, you but you showed up for, for the picture. Yeah, you weren't there for the, you know, whatever, how many hours that we met the week leading into the Golden Globes. And, um, yeah, they're all fucking busy, but they all made it happen. And then, of course, once the picture's taken with all the women there, she just, you know, walked in and took the picture with everyone. So Tessa Thompson kind of called her out. And then I don't know if Lena Dunham said anything in response, but then all of a sudden Tessa Thompson had to issue an apology or whatever. It's stupid. Well, she said she couldn't. Lena Dunham said she couldn't show up for fam- personal matters or something. She said very know. personal. Very. Okay, very personal. Sorry. That's different. <laughs> no comment. The fact that the film that won uh, a film that won best picture, Lady Bird, the director wasn't up for best director. That's right. interesting to me. Right. 
I haven't seen the film yet, which I'm sad to say, but I haven't either. But still, you know, that's interesting to me. That's something. To be and also, um, D. Reese wasn't. Uh, D. Reese, yeah. Uh, not elected, selected as a um, best director nominee. So, mm-hmm. um, and she's fantastic. And Mudbound is fantastic. You saw it, right? We talked about it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Aziz, uh, what about Aziz? Yeah, but he almost had nothing to say. He did, but but he was the first Asian American to yeah, ever win. Right, right. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> but he, I think he was just shocked, shell shocked. Yeah, you could tell he was like, huh? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and fuck? I, I do have to give a shout out to Dino Ray Ramos for looking tight the oh, evening Dino. of uh, Golden Globes because he worked it. He was in the press room, right, writing up a storm. He looked real good. Dino, you look good. Per usual, Filipino represent. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. <laughs> I love that uh, 45's name was barely, if ever, mentioned. Right. Although all the issues they were talking about clearly were cir- circling his his issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked that. It was bigger than him. Mm-hmm. I think, was it? Uh, I don't remember who it was. Maybe Seth Meyers mentioned about, you know, there's all this talk about the Hollywood elite I think it was in his monologue, maybe, but and saying that, you know, all of us, including everyone that works on everything you are seeing um, at the Golden Globes, you know, all the film, all the TV, we were all and they are all normal working people. And a lot of the people that you know now, obviously, Oprah, Seth Meyers, all of them who are being nominated did come from pretty much nothing. And they've worked their way to be where they are. It's mm-hmm. not like it happened overnight. It's it's not that they were just, you know, came in on a silver platter and got all this whatever and notice. And they, they, they're hardworking people. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just because you don't agree with what they say doesn't label them as an elitist or whatever. But I enjoyed that. So. Yeah, totally. It well, was good. And do you do you agree that because they're on this platform, they should be speaking out about politics and saying these things? Because I don't I don't know where I stand on that either. Because I don't know why they shouldn't. I, I, well, all the men who said uh, you mean who didn't say nothing, anything? who said nothing. <laughs> right. Well, and on 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 the red carpet, none of them were asked. All the women were like, "Okay, why are you wearing black? Why are you wearing black?" Which is great. It's it's. A deeper question than who are you wearing? Yep. So it's 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 the conversation. The conversation was deeper, but for the men, it was more about oh, their roles, and and nobody was even asked. Right. Why are you wearing that Times Up button? Why are you? Right. It was well, weird. and let's. It was like two separate Golden Globes happening. Well, because yeah, one where this whole movement was happening, and another where it was just like okay, Golden Globes business as usual. Thank you to my mom. Thank you to this, mm-hmm. and then rolling out. And people are still scared. They want to get roles. Or maybe I don't know. Did the men feel like okay? Let's ha- let the women talk about this, and we'll just listen. Seth and, Myers, and I feel, not... is like the only person who mentioned it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That we saw. Um, but uh, the E News stuff was awesome, which I saw later because because of my carrier, we didn't get the red carpet, which. There was an angry email sent to our carrier. <laughs> I love the red carpet. It's my favorite part. Actually, that's why I like watching these shows with yeah, you, remember? Yes. When I, because you've like met half of these people right. and you have all these backstories. And I'm like, she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. They're an asshole. You're like, oh, shit. Uh, so you'll go in the kitchen uh, and refill your wine. Yeah, that's when I get up and <laughs> do the important things. Um, or she's great. They're great. He's great. Um, but yeah, I uh, Deborah Messing was one of the stars. And on then E News, Eva um, Longoria, 
Eva Longoria, Reese Witherspoon, and Nicole Kidman. You're talking about uh, calling Cat Ka- Sadler. Did you know Cat Sadler at all, Char? You know she's from here. I didn't. She, I, don't know. I think she was on the CW. She used to do. I think she used to work with my old company and be like the CW person that did all the on-air. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. So she started to hear, and then she went to she went to LA, and then ended up on E. And then, did you hear the whole thing about the E carpet and no, the I women didn't. calling out E on E, e on <laughs> E while they're inter- being interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, who doesn't know how to handle these types of things? Right. <laughs> so I well, guess- and the other what's her name, Juliana Ranch oh, or something. Sorry. Yeah, no, she was the other E. So it was uh, Ryan Seacrest and her. I think Deborah Messing was talking to her. At the oh, I but, thought but anyway. she was talking to Seacrest, and he was all. Uh, Both uh, of them were just like, "Wait, what happened? Wait, so what happened?" So I guess the issue is, which I had no. I mean, again, there's so much news. I don't know what to read and what not to read. So Kat Sadler, who's who's on E, I have to look her up because that name sounds you really know, familiar. As soon as you see her, I mean, for mm-hmm. over a decade. She's been there for a while, yeah. Um, she asked. She went to negotiations to E, and asked for a higher salary because she found out her co-host, who's a male, makes right. more than her. Right, right, almost right. double. And so, and I think maybe they've been on the network at, the, at as long as each other have, or she's been on longer, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give her the raise, so she quit. And um, so Deborah Messing. Uh, Eva Longoria, I think Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, and their separate red carpet interviews called them out while they were being interviewed on. <laughs> I haven't watched the. Yeah, like Eva oh, I, I can't believe E wouldn't wouldn't be behind equal pay. We stand with Cat, you know that kind of thing. Right, and they're right. just like, uh, <laughs> huh. have a good night. And Ryan Seacrest <laughs> is like, look at my tuxedo. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, I'm wearing whatever. Yeah, he's like, I'm wearing am, my own tuxedo. Who am I, I wearing? I'm wearing Seacrest by Seacrest. Se- yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So those are highlights. I love it. I like to see Hollywood. It was shaken, shaken. Up. Yeah, a little bit shaken and stirred. It- I did just see a little blurb about Harvey Weinstein, piece of shit, uh, getting bitch. Sl- I shouldn't even say bitch slap. That's probably derogatory. But getting uh, backhanded uh, in Scottsdale, because I guess that's where he's, he's still there for for his recovery of yeah. being a sexual predator. Uh, I guess he went out to eat, and <laughs> there it was a guy that went up to him, and like, of course TMZ has video just of it. Just like walked past and slapped him. I guess so. <laughs> I guess they were drunk, but also they're just like, well, I'm just gonna go do this. <laughs> but I like it's, I like that it's a man. Wow, <laughs> that did it. that's even better. Yeah. yeah. The Harvey Weinstein joke was pretty funny. Oh, the in memoriam. In memoriam. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh. oh, did you see that? Oh. No, let's see what. What happened was well, I were missed. Were you driving back from L.A.? Uh, or were you in L.A.? So? No, I just got back. I got back at like f- 3 or 4 a.m. that morning. Of course you did. And Jesus so Christ. like Sunday was kind of a Sunday. Was, oh, that's what it was. We were returning the rental car. <laughs> oh. And so I was watching things on social media. I got was it. What I was trying to do was save it because I wanted to watch the thing from beginning to end. Yeah. But then if you get on social media, then you just kind of lose that. You you lose that. So I just started. Yes. So basically, I watched all the kind of bigger highlights, like of course the Oprah thing. Right. Uh, I saw the end, so I got to see when Francis McDormand won mm-hmm. and um, three billboards, three billboards, and uh, what else? Oh, I saw um, Kirk Douglas and um, yeah, yeah, Catherine. Zeta I was Jones. just like, okay, I know it was kind of, I don't know. Yeah, and um, 
Oh, and yeah, like uh, Lady Bird and all that kind of stuff. So I got to see all that. And basically what I was going to do was just because, you know, it's NBC, so I'm sure it's on Hulu. So I was probably just going to jump on Hulu and watch it from beginning to end. I just haven't had time to do well, it Well, sorry, now we're spoiling it all for you. But the Seth, the Seth uh, Meyers monologue was a really good intro. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it would be, though. I, li- I like Seth Meyers. I do, too. He's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the two big stories of my week. And I'm going to Texas tomorrow, so I can't wait to eat. My pants are already tight, and they're going to be tighter. <laughs> I'm gonna Bring those sweats, girl. What are you tripping on? No, I'm, I'm actually trying to up my game in 2018 and not only wear sweats all of the time. Well, then you got to buy new your pants. No, I don't want to buy new pants. <laughs> 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 so you tried to put on your pants from two years ago? Shut up. From the pre-sweats yeah. only era? <laughs> <laughs> from February of 2017. That, I know it's not. Cheers. I've been checking my zipper all day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't want to get a bigger size. I'm just going to squeeze my ass into this shit. That's why I don't like the winter. You can't just wear a dress. As long as you can wear whatever the fuck you <laughs> Whatever. Want. You're doing planks every day oh, and doing shut the stairs. Up. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. And not eating. I just eat just because I, I almost fainted the other day. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what I is know. with your I don't sweats? Know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're sweats like, on sweats. Sweat, yeah. Like you're sweating <laughs> profusely. Well, okay. You were like well, covered. Like, like I, you almost w- took a I shower. I went to the bathroom to wet my face. That's why you thought I was sweating so much. <laughs> I was sweating, but I had wet my face. And was I was really worried about you. Yeah, Another me too. Jane I'm Kim like, What's incident going on with me. I'm, yeah, I'm like the Jane Kim, Kim incident. <laughs> Rear its ugly head. Maybe I'm iron deficient, or what, what is it? Uh, anemic. Yeah, and just getting old. Everybody, just letting you know, she has health problems. Nobody's invincible. <laughs> I'm learning. Even though she's still a mil- millennial, she's oh, getting old. Off. Yeah, no, I don't know. It just got really hot, and there were all these people around, and I couldn't breathe, and I had to run to the bathroom and wet my face and sit on wet the freaking toilet. <laughs> And like give myself a pep talk, <laughs> and I put my feet up against the wall. Actually, like you laid down. No, in I the didn't bathroom? lay down. I, well, oh. I put the toilet seat cover on. <laughs> this is what was going on. Yeah, in the bathroom. yeah. This is while the event was going on. Yeah, guys. while I was that's, that, what, she that's what she said. So oh, I put sorry. a toilet seat cover on the seat, and I sat down. I put my legs up because I know that it's if you feel lightheaded like that, it's the blood, you right? Need blood rushing. So. I kind of like did a lean and I wet my face and I felt a little better. But yeah, I don't know. Old age. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I think you need to go to the doctor. Just shove it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, wait. Uh, I had a question for Shar. Was that your last go of Disneyland before the Schmotes can't go for free anymore? <laughs> No, nah, I think we're going to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's um, <laughs> our, our, the passes uh, for the year expire in March. Oh, so oh, so you can. So, and I'm probably going to renew because th- he was already talking about wanting to go there for his birthday. And this kid, I mean. <laughs> and on top of it, but then we were like, do you really want to go? Because the kid freaking is obviously, we've made him bored of Disneyland because we're like, you want to do this? He's like, meh. Oh, this mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> Wait, you went to Harry Potter World too, though. Yeah, we you went, went to Universal. Oh, Universal. that is so fun. Did you get a wand? 
He got a wand. Uh, no, but my sister-in-law got a wand. She's a Harry Potter. She's like a big fan of the she's wands. A, are all, I almost got a wand, and I'm not even that crazy. Dude, they're like fifty-five dollars. Well, that's why I didn't. But I <laughs> wanted one really badly. I'm like, do I want to eat or do I want a wand? But the thing is, is <laughs> it was a real question. I gotta go back to. I, I love Universal Studios, and yeah. I haven't been in a few years, and I was excited to go because I haven't been since. Like, this is the first time I've been since... They were building... I think it was the year before Harry Potter opened because they were still building building mm-hmm. it when I was last there. And so I was stoked to go there, but it was so freaking crowded. Was it? Uh, oh, my God. Like, everything, every ride, even the studio tour was, like, 180 minutes. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah, no. so, so I was just like... And, you know, like, I guess because I'm used to, like, the spaciousness of Disneyland. Yeah. That And Disneyland has the fast pass. They got it going and, on. And, they know yeah, like, yeah, there's just room. It's like I felt like I was, like, in a... It, like, it was just wasn't super efficient to get around Universal. Yeah. So, like, we went to the shows and we did all that kind of stuff. And I... I Took a conference call in their Starbucks. <laughs> That's you should have gone to Moe's go. Bar. Moe's Bar is really fun. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we we but like there's in a terms whole of Simpsons rides, section, uh, and they have a Moe's Bar. But yeah, in terms uh. of rides, it's like it's just it was too much. It's like everywhere we went, it's like holy crap, everything's at least an hour long. The only thing that wasn't an hour long is something that I don't care about. It was what? the Walking Dead experience. Yeah. I mean, well, I've watched it for a long time. But I did fall off. You and I fell off at the same yeah. time. But, like, that was the only one they're like, and pe- they would advertise it. Like, you're walking around and, like, workers are like, hey, Walking Dead experience is only a 20-minute wait. And I'm like, that's the one thing I want to do. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? I'll do it because there's something for me to do. And so my brother and I started to walk that in that direction to go to that. And then we saw that... um Waterworld was going to be on in like 15 minutes. And we're like, oh, let's just go see the Waterworld show. What? <laughs> Wait, did the Schmotes like Universal? He did, but I mean, well, he was sleeping. He liked oh. the Harry Potter stuff. He okay. was actually taking a nap during that time. Oh, okay. But then he, like, he loves Transformers, but the real Transformers freak him the fuck out. Well, yeah, they, they're scary. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it they're was. They're not little. Right. Like, he's, <laughs> he, he's used to, like, Bumblebee's his favorite, and he watched, and like, he, I taught him the, um, the theme song from the 80s so he sings that to me all the time nice <laughs> but like when you show him the movie or the life size transformers he's just like no <laughs> <laughs> you're not no! in disneyland anymore little yeah, but michael was, bay's transformers well, so scary the, the, shit here's a funny this is a funny story is uh so when we were because that was we went to universal first so we drove what was it thursday night or Wednesday night to Thursday morning, and then we just were going to go to Universal and go there for, like, the majority of the day and then go to Anaheim and crash out. So as we're driving, because we don't have passes, my brother's telling my sister-in-law, telling his wife, uh, go ahead and buy tickets for, go ahead and purchase tickets on your phone for Universal. Mm. And she's like, should I get, should I get three tickets? And then he's like, "No, sister's gonna buy her own ticket." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then, uh, he, and then she's like, "What about Schmoltz?" Right. He has like he's three now, and he's like, "They're not gonna ask." What? And like, 
and he's small. <laughs> like he can go in. He gets. He still has that aura of he can get in for free at right. two years old. Right. And um, she's like, okay, fine. She's like, are you sure? Oh, okay, I'm just. All right. Like, she's, like, really hesitant about it. I guess she didn't grow up Filipino like we... Well, she yeah. is Filipino, but she didn't grow up the way that we did. We're like, what? you're five years old, and you're still, like, Forever. Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like, so, you pretend you're breastfeeding. No! <laughs> Seriously. And so she's, like... Put she's, some diapers on. She's, Bring like, super hesitant to do it. And then, then we've got a screaming kid in the back going, I want to go to Universal... And she's, like, fine, I'm not going to get a ticket. And he's, like, I want to go to Universal, too! <laughs> and so there's this big commotion at the car and then she's like no you get to go but you're two today you're two schmutz if anybody asks you you're two and he's like okay and she goes that's how you can go and he's like okay and then <laughs> like an hour later an hour later he looks at uh like we'd forgotten it we'd bought the tickets and everything's all good and we're almost like we're 15 minutes from the park and he just goes hey mama i'm two <laughs> and we're like, good job, kid. Good job. And then he goes, my other number's three. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, but you don't talk about that number right now. And then he's like, yeah, I'm two. I'm two. And then he's like, Auntie Sis, what's your number? Uh, and I, go, uh, I was like, Smosh, my number's it's kind of a big number. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, 40. And he goes, 14? <laughs> and I go, no, 40. And then he, he looks at me and goes, that's too many numbers. My number's two. <laughs> All right, kid. Why doesn't he have a podcast? Uh, Jesus Christ. This kid, I mean, well. Living that high life. He better soak it up. Soak yeah. it up, kid. That's yeah, going to change soon. Yep. So. Soak it up, kid. <laughs> it is going to change very soon. Things are a-changing. Um... I got mistaken for an employee twice at Old Navy. <laughs> that's, that's interesting to you. Oh, because you're wearing a t-shirt and flip-flops? Fucking twice. <laughs> no, I was wearing like black leggings and I was actually wearing the Nomadic Family shirt. Oh. So it was like black on black. <laughs> and I, like my sister got these jeans and like the inside of them are like sweats and they're stretch and they're amazing Where? and magical. At Old at Navy? Old Navy, yeah. And I haven't been, actually, I haven't been to Old Navy in forever, like years. But she got these jeans, and, and then she got a coupon for half off. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was like, fuck yeah. So I went over there, and I'm, like, hunting for these jeans. Of course, I couldn't find the same one she got, but I got a different pair. Anyway, I'm going through, and twice someone came up to me asking for help. And the first time I was like, oh, I don't work here. And she just kind of left. But the second time I said that, and the woman stood there and, like, looked me up and down like I was lying. <laughs> And I was like, I'm not lying. Why? Why? What about me? Yeah. So anyway. I don't know. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't there. think you look like a... Just beware before you, you know, and apologize if you're mistaken. Don't look me up and down. People like, are terrible. Like, what are you looking at? What? People are terrible. Yeah. Twice. Believe me. I wasn't there for long either. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't have any real good lift stories of late. I've just had really good passengers, knock on wood. Really great. That's a good thing. Thankful, funny, engaging um, lift passengers. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Um, and just driving around the city, man. That's why I don't do it full time. I don't know how these people do it full time. Like 10 hour days. and Yeah. No. 
my whole body starts hurting probably after two and a half, three hours. Because I'm also the person that I'm like, once I'm in the car and I start driving, I don't want to stop because mm-hmm. I know myself. Yeah. So I'm just going for it. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, my leg fucking hurts. My ass hurts. My l- arms are hurting. My shoulders are hurting. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I got to go. And I have to pee. So I guess I should probably stop now. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the life. <laughs> It is the life. Um, tip your drivers, you guys. We really appreciate Just it. Just the tip. Just the tip. Oh, yeah. And do you have any dating advice? It's uh, <laughs> Captain Party's Just the Tip dating spot. I did. Well, I did have a friend. I do have a friend who oh. uh, confided in me that uh, this girl he's seeing might be pregnant. And he was like. By him or? Yes, by him. Oh, well, I <laughs> No, yeah, you just said him. he's seeing her. Doesn't mean they're yes, you know. no dating girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, and she, I, all right. And I was like, okay. And this isn't like, isn't the healthiest relationship. But you know, everyone has their ups and downs. Yep. Everyone fights. So to each their own. I'm not judging. And I was like, okay. And he's like, but you know, I'm going to be supportive of her decision, which is great. And he's like, actually, I'm looking forward to it because I think, you know, having a kid might you know whip me into shape. True. But uh, uh, I don't know if you have problems, though, no outside <laughs> force is going to change your internal problems. Right. You got to be right with yourself first. And before and you then, bring a kid into the world. Yeah. And, and if you do, then, OK, we'll deal with it. But don't be excited that this is going to fix you. You still have to work on yourself. It's right. not this kid that's going to fix you. Right. So there's my just the tip. With I like Ange. It. <laughs> with with Captain Party. <laughs> Just the tip with Captain Party. Please send in your questions. <laughs> yeah. Write us realbtpod at gmail.com. Any questions about your relationship, having children, uh traveling, um, having sex on the road. Whoa. Um, whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> what are you talking about now? I don't know. I'm tired. Like literally on the road? Like physically uh, on the road? I would say. Because that, I, yeah, I have some advice. Well, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> physically on the road and also travel. Well, I'm going to, never mind. Yes, on the road. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say unless uh, Char does. I mean, Char's already banging out 2018. So, I, yeah. Yeah, half of your year is booked. Yeah, it's her a, fucking now her whole year's And apparently I'm trying to do things like go to spring training and go back to the Philippines. Oh, you're gonna go back again? I want to, but that's that's like a pipe dream. And well. um the, the new kids on the block cruise. Oh my god, wait, oh. did you book it? I haven't booked it yet. It's not it's not for sale yet. But who, it's, who are you going with if you go? I thought your friends airing. go every my, year. My friend goes every year. Oh. So the one I, that's my, friends with John? Yeah. My God, I might, I might have to like sell a kidney to go. What about your? Oh. If I can hang out with John, oh my God! I was gonna say, what about your ovaries? But they're yeah, wah, they're getting wah, old, and old, shriveled, yeah, <laughs> like raisins. There's the California the raisins in there, and that's just all ovaries. the fun stuff. Or I mean, like, you know, not that what I'm doing for work is isn't fun because I absolutely love what I do. But yeah, I'm busy, and I think that's part of it is like the fact that I am like things are you know looking up and like things are super busy this early in the year. It's like, oh, I actually might be busy enough to, you know, enjoy other things. <laughs> they say this it is... takes about five years for business. and But your business is only two years? Three. Uh, it'll be three in February. Yeah. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who owns a business. She's like, it takes about a good five years until you start really 
really seeing getting in the swing of it. Yeah. yeah. Which I believe. I can believe that. Um yeah, I also just learned a new a new word uh as a I feel like I'm a freelancer, sure. Right. We all are in this room. Uh but time management. <laughs> because no but a friend of mine who we're gonna have on the podcast actually maybe next week she owns her own business and she took that leap i think about four years ago chloe Mm. and i was just telling her i'm like yeah you know i'm trying to do all these things and i have all these great projects that aren't paying me yet but i you know i'm trying to do all these things and freelance and still make money and blah 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 she's like it's called time management (laughs) and i'm like yeah yeah and she's like no but really it's it's really called time management and, and really What's the best use of your time? And I'm like, yep. Um, <laughs> my I have a new I have a new favorite reality show is uh it's on CNBC. It's called The Profit. Have you heard of this no, show? No, what mm-hmm. is this? Um, it's this businessman who uh, he's from Florida. His name's Marcus Limonis. and basically what he does is he invests in small businesses and fixes them. Okay. Like, and so the whole show is called is basically all these people that have called him up and going my fit my you know my small business or my business is failing i need help so he comes in he basically looks at the whole thing uh you know interviews the employees separate from the owners interviews the owners sees how their process is how they do everything and then decides on if he wants to invest and he basically will go this is how much i think it costs to like basically get this company up and running and tight and whatever i'll put you know two hundred thousand dollars into this business and i'm gonna take 30 percent equity or whatever and then he and then he's they he's they have to agree that he gets to you know like start calling shots so that they can Mm. improve their their business and they and then he like gets these things like just up and running and sometimes they're like complete fails where they like the because the people don't want to let go of control yeah and then yes and the egos and they just don't want to listen it's like they just don't want to trust the process mm-hmm. and but then I'm learn I mean like even though it's kind of like it's like I'm learning from a TV show but I'm learning from a TV show you're like I'm looking at this stuff and going holy crap well t- yeah take cool. notes right yeah. Yeah, and um, but yeah, it's like one of, and like I was just like, yeah, this guy Marcus Lemonis is freaking awesome. He's just like one of those. It's it's like when Shark Tank kind of blew up, and everybody's like all wanting to like become like entrepreneur. Like yeah. this, but this I think hits closer to home for me, just in the sense that like it's tough to be a small business owner and to get something started or mm-hmm. whatnot, and then or I mean, as in to like even out of that startup phase like you know like just hustle to get things right Mm -hmm. because it's you know like nothing goes the way that you expect it to go or whatnot not at all and so uh yeah so watching that is it's just like i'm just kind of addicted to watching all the all the episodes that he says but it's also like putting yourself on a schedule right i am so used to for over 20 years if not more of a a nine to five right so i got to report it at a certain time and i leave at a certain time and during that whole time, I'm just, you know, either on my laptop or whatever. I'm working, working, working. When you're doing everything on your own and you still got to make money, but you still have to pay attention to the uh, projects that you're running. When you wake up in the morning, you have to just be like, okay, this is the time I'm setting for this. Right. Then I'm going to go make my money wherever, however you do that. Then when I come home, I have to set another few hours for doing it. Then 
No, it's then it's a, I can do laundry and then I can cook and, and then mm-hmm. I can go grocery, grocery and, shopping and try to have a life at the same time because that's yeah. Important. And I think everybody right. in this room, yeah, we like we're all kind of in the same boat. It's just like, yeah, it takes a certain person and a certain discipline and to be able to pull time. that off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. to be yeah. because there are people that think that they can do that, that think that they can do that, but have like no time management skills. Yeah, at all. Like it's you, you unless you can discipline yourself to like sit down and go i gotta like even if i'm at home because you know like the the tv and the phone and the everything else and can, food i feel uh, like right. when i'm working Get, from home i'm like oh i need another snack yeah, yeah. Snack that time stuff again. Like, yep. it completely gets in front of you that you like and can get away from you and then next thing you know it's like four hours later and you're like, yes oh, i haven't done anything i you still know? wake up at a reasonable time i wake up at seven i'm usually on my laptop by seven thirty, and all of a sudden it's 11 it's yeah. like, oh, what was yeah. I doing that whole time? I was sending emails. I was posting on socials. I'm looking for money for other stuff for us to do. I'm uh, looking at video that Ange is sending me. It's like, what? And what just happened? Yeah. And that discipline of working from <laughs> home, when people say that they, like, you have to really know the person to really trust that they can work at home. Yeah. You know, because when right. people say, oh, I'm working from home today, that's like, s- some people are like, that's bullshit for them to go, oh, I sent <laughs> <Prove> two, <it. laughs> I, I sent two emails and I did this and I'm you know, like, quote unquote, worked from home. But like, in this room, I know that that's not the case because that's, that's the hustle. You know what I mean? It it's like, well, I think we wouldn't still be here doing this years after the fact <laughs> yeah. if we weren't no. working from home. But I feel like that uh, another right. another aspect that happens is like after years of doing this, when you still aren't seeing a, a profit from certain projects, it's hard to stay yeah. motivated and yeah. stay focused, which is where I'm kind of feeling right now. And I'm definitely picking myself up from that. But it comes in waves. You know, you're yeah. going to be really extremely motivated and inspired certain parts and certain parts you aren't. So you have to learn, OK, what's going to inspire me? What's going to motivate me right now? And sometimes it isn't working on that project. Sometimes it's like sitting down and like meditating for like 10 minutes or reading a book that inspires you or, you know, giving yourself 15 to 30 minutes to do something that inspires you. And then you come right. back because if you're sitting there and you're not inspired, you're just wasting your day and you're not doing, you know, you're, you're working technically, but it's not as productive as you can be. Right. So it's important to realize when you're in those holes and what you need to pull yourself out of those. Yep. Yeah. It's good to have a network of people that are all hustling quite frankly. Yeah, it's a hard. system. Yeah, but it's true. It's like... We should come up with like a 12 steps program. That's another podcast, Angela. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> it probably is already out there. Um, so that was Small Business Talk on Bitch Talk. Uh, thanks for thanks Small for Business, Disneyland. Just the tip. Just the tip. And also dating. Dating. <laughs> and pregnancy Politics. Advice. Golden Gloves. That was not... Hey, it's, this is Bitch Talk. This is what we oh, do. Oh, man. Um, it's a good year, though. I'm really motivated about this year. I'm excited about this year. It's a good year. It's also, well, I'm not gonna get uh, it's all a year Eeyore. of action. It's it's been an interesting year already. I'll just leave it at that. I'll tell you off mic. Um, I'm not pregnant, by the way. So uh, <laughs> remember, <laughs> California raisins are happening inside of <laughs> inside of my tampon body. baby, maybe. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> Go back to episode one. That's an animated what, what series. That, that should be episode a, one. I don't remember what the hell. That was a few boyfriends ago for more information on the tampon baby <laughs> look in our <laughs> just google just google it's <laughs> fucking uh the worst weren't we telling someone that story and they didn't think it was that funny was it irene i don't remember no, and we I didn't was, tell irene that story 
Which we should have, but we didn't. We didn't get yeah, to Yeah, I didn't even get to that stuff. Anyways. Um, hey, guys, this is Bitch Talk. <laughs> what? 200 <laughs> and what are we? 243? Serious voice. Me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm resetting so we can say goodbye okay do you want to do the uh okay. outro <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 243 of the bitch time podcast thanks for listening happy new year we'll see you soon bitch please